Welcome to episode 52 of the Collector's Quest podcast. On this episode, we're talking about what games we would take to create the Super Nintendo Classic or Mini. The NES Classic is on fire. People can't find it anywhere. It's going to be one of this holiday's best-selling items or most sold-out items. And we think, you know, look, it's doing this well. It makes sense that Nintendo likes money, so they'll probably do a Super Nintendo version. So what would that look like? We try and use their same logic. We create a list, kind of talk through the logic. Let us know how you think we did, and let us know what changes you would make. A couple of things before we go. One, if you like the podcast, please shout us out. Please share us. Please give us a review on iTunes. Those are the things that help the most. Also, again, just want to mention the SoCal Retro Gaming Expo for 2017. It's happening at the Ontario Convention Center. That's happening February 4th and 5th. That's 2017. I know that seems like, oh my god, February is so far away. But no, that's like 75 days away from, you know, when I'm recording this and probably sooner for you. So it's coming and I'm going to be there. We're going to have a booth. It's going to be awesome. We are excited to, again, be a part of this convention. It's three times the size as it was last time. It's going to be great. We always have a lot of fun. And I hope to meet a bunch of IGers down there because every time I do, I meet someone new and cool and we just have a great time. So please come out. Can't wait to see you. Now on with the show. Welcome back to another episode of Collector's Quest. I'm Kat here with Johnny. Hello, Kat. How's it going? That's a, an odd thing to say. You, here Hello, you be so Kat. <laughs> that caught me off guard. Greetings and salutations, madam. <laughs> okay, we're starting with the voices today. I figured we'd get right into it. Okay. Why, well, that, that's... why waste time? <laughs> that's fine. You're on a mission today. Well, look, we knew we were going to get there eventually. Now it's out of the way. We don't have to wonder if it's going to happen. Okay, well, I'm good with that. Works for me. Yeah. So, uh, guess what? Guess what? <laughs> what? Um, I, well, I mean, I want to say chicken butt, but that's <laughs> that's not what. Um, I'm going to go see Fantastic Beast today, and I'm just so excited, and I cannot hide it. You don't spill, don't spoil it for me. Just tell me afterwards if it was worth seeing or not. Okay, yeah. Uh, actually, there, there's like a fifty-fifty chance I get to see it tonight. It depends whether my wife's work calls her off or not. They said they have low senses. It could go either way. I got my fingers crossed. If not, it's gonna have to be like, like a weird. Like I've got things all Saturday and Sunday, so I won't be able to get there. So I'm hoping, and she works on Friday for sure, so, yeah. This is, like, well, my, my shot before, like, a Monday. Okay, well, we're going to keep our fingers crossed that everything goes well, and, you know, we'll finish up recording this, and then you'll be off to go see a movie. Right, and and by the time this airs, I'm going to be like, eh, I saw it, it was great. Also, Fantastic Beast and uh, Lego Dimensions comes out tomorrow, so that's <laughs> awesome. So like you're even a, more excited? And they had they already released like on the in the first iteration of Wave Two, they released Harry Potter and a Voldemort, which unlocks the Harry Potter world. So yeah, I'm excited. And then on the PS4 they had the Harry Potter collection, which combines the first two games, uh first two Lego games onto one disc for the PS4. Yeah, I'm I'm pumped. Well then it seems like you're having a good day, especially if you get to layer going to the movie on top of it. Yeah, I'm I'm ready. So like, hopefully, Fantastic Beast is good, and then I go buy the Lego Dimension Pack, and I'm excited to play it. Versus, Fantastic Beast is bad. I go buy it, and I'm kind of resentful. That guy stopped me from buying it. I just, you know, how I view it will be different. Yeah, regardless, you're getting it one way or the other, though. Right, pretty much. Okay. Fair Anyways, enough. fingers are crossed. I'm I'm excited. It, I heard it's going to be like a five movie series. Which it was like one, and then it was three, and now it's five. Yeah. So that's that's all the Harry Potter news, and, well, I should say Wizarding World news that's fit to print. Okay, that's good. Well, I'm I'm happy that you're excited. Yep. 
I don't get excited very often, so this is it. I'm excited. Okay. You're um, excited. You know who else has been excited lately? Um, the whole world? <laughs> yeah, well, the internets. The internets and game collectors. And they are they are ravenous for the NES Mini. Yes. Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> and you know who's even more excited about the NES Mini than than collectors? People who are going to resell it for an astronomical price. <laughs> you you are correct. We didn't even rehearse that, and you got it. You nailed it. <laughs> I know, and I'm tired, and I haven't even had much coffee. But you know, I, I'm on it today. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little bit ridiculous. Yeah, people are going crazy. I mean, we already did the rundown of what games are on it, kind of what our initial impressions are, and I think we can uh, do a quick refresh of uh, uh, of whether we bought it yet, if we could find it. So, how about you? Were you able to find one in the wild? No, we haven't been able to get one. Uh, I did do the whole waiting in line and everything like that. Um, where we went, unfortunately, there hasn't been a lot of them come in, uh, so we didn't make the cut. But what was really frustrating for me is standing in line and hearing people be like, yeah, I'm putting this up on eBay later, as opposed to people who want to get it for nostalgic reasons. And it's not like I need to have it. I can go and play these games. I just want it. I think it's really cool. I think like when I, what we talked about last time, I just really want it. Um, for, you know, parties and just things like that. And I really wanted to get some for people for Christmas, which I know was a stupid thing because that's never going to happen right now. Right. Well, um, I think the good news there is I I've seen more and more people showing up with them online and in my Instagram feed. So they, they are, they are still trickling out there. And I think, um, you know, I think we'll get a few more good waves. Uh, Black Friday for us is the day after Thanksgiving in America for Canada. I don't know what you guys call it, but. Uh, we next. still have Black Friday. It just okay. doesn't follow Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know what happens in Canada. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm sure it's like hockey and and beer. I know that happens, but I don't know how your holidays or your shopping events fall. But yeah, great. You guys have a Black Friday, so I'm sure more will be out there then. Um, but I, it's going to be a hot ticket item. It's hard. Going to be hard to find. I am hoping to find one or two more. I did yeah. find one for myself, but I would like to pick them up as gifts. But uh, if you are buying them, let me tell you what the hardest thing to find is. Even harder than the system. The extra controller. That does not surprise me. <laughs> okay, but let me let me calm some people down who are like, I need a controller for two-player. You can buy a classic controller and plug it right in. It'll work. You're fine. Just do that instead. Um, there, I, I showed mine on Instagram, but I have the Nintendo... Uh, the Nintendo Club? What was it called? It's not. Was it just the Nintendo Club? Yeah. Uh, the Japanese version of it had a Super Nintendo controller that you could get. And I mean, I couldn't get it from the Japanese Club, but I, I got it on eBay for like $45 several years ago. I don't know what it's at now, but um, that also works. So all, all those like third party classic controllers and stuff should work just as well. It maps the buttons uh, like an in an analogous fashion, so the B and then the button right to the right of it is also going to be B, A, and the one right next to it is also going to be A, so it makes sense. Okay. Shoulder buttons didn't work, though, um, as far as that goes. But yeah, it. Uh, you can, don't panic if you can't find that controller. If you're looking for something to buy ahead of time, go on Amazon and buy the controller extensions, because the cords are like two and a half feet long. It's ridiculous. It's, it's not reasonable. You don't want to sit in the floor in front of the TV anymore? No. It, it, I mean, you can barely sit in front of the TV. You like your arms would still be extended depending on how big your entertainment cabinet is. Some people I are feel saying, like, oh, go ahead. I feel like they should have figured this out by now. I mean, there's always, I guess it's another thing for people to buy, though. I have a theory on why the, con I mean, and this is, I think, the most common complaint about the system because it plays perfectly well. It, it you know, the save states are a little weird. Uh, the way you do them sometimes, but it's not unreasonable. I, I think the biggest complaint is the, the length of the controller. So I, c I can only think of one of two possibilities why this happened. Uh, one, maybe initially they were planning on doing wireless with it, and then maybe to keep it at this price point, they abandoned that. Okay. Uh, which would make sense, because if you could have plugged it into a Wiimote, then you could have just sat it on your lap, and then the size of that cord makes total sense, right? Right. Um, the only other thing I can think of is that maybe these these controllers are repurposed. 
So maybe they were going to make this for something else. They had these controller designs around, and then they, when they decided on the Nest Mini, they said, oh, you know what we can do? We can repurpose this design that we never got out uh, and just use them or maybe even add back stock or, or dead stock of it that are, you know, just production plans. Because as you know, design costs a, a good deal of money. So if you have something you can already roll out, then that saves them a ton of money. Absolutely. And it speeds up, you know, production time and getting things actually done. Right. So that, that those to me seem like the most likely scenarios. I think either one of them, um, they haven't come out and said. But you can buy a controller extension for $10. You can get a proprietary one. I didn't notice any lag with mine. I actually want to buy a second one, uh, not for the second controller, but like so I have two extension cables plugged in together and see if that gives any lag because I would like to sit all the way on my couch, not in a chair in the middle of my living room. It's like, why do I have this nice couch? Oh, so I can sit on a chair in the middle of the living room. It's not what yeah, I Yeah, it'd be nice to sit on it, right? Right. Uh, we paid all this money for it. Let's use it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, I got mine. I there was only 19. Stock was pretty limited. Um, I got mine. Uh, I went to Best Buy early and waited in line for 30 minutes, and then they came out at 8:30 and gave us tickets, and then told us to come back at 10. So that was nice. So we didn't oh, have to stay in line. That's really good. Unfortunately, it, that wasn't the case here. It was the most reasonable thing. I've, I mean, I've been in a lot of stupid lines for stupid things I've waited for. And this was like the most reasonable event I've ever... I was like, what? Oh, here's a ticket with my number? And I can just come back? And then when I picked it up, like my number was uh, on a sticker on the box, a sticker that was easy to peel off, didn't damage the box. I just walked in and got it. There was no fight. I mean, there was a lot of people fighting to get in the doors because I came back right at 10. And people were like mobbing and trying to lie and stuff, saying, "Oh, I I forgot my ticket at home." Like get other people's systems, but they weren't buying any of you. Didn't have a ticket. It was no go. But it was. Oh, like, that's so much better. Yeah, but like the initial like the initial handing out of tickets was incredibly civil. And then like, you know, when I showed up, I showed up at like 9:50. There was already a few people who were had come back as well. They're like, "Oh, hey, you're number five. Come get back in your position." I was like, "Oh, whoa." What the? What's going on? It's so reasonable. <laughs> this is another world, right? Yeah, I I was confused. Yeah, we uh we did Walmart, and I kind of regret that, but uh, we both had events that day, so we kind of had to go with what was in close proximity. Um, but I think Best Buy probably would have been a better choice anyway. Yeah. So I mean, uh, again, I think our advice though is is wait. Don't oh, please don't absolutely. go pay a scalper. That's I think like long story long. Don't go pay a scalper. They're rolling these things out. It's not worth spending three or five hundred dollars on. Just just hold off. Just just give it a minute. Yeah. Like it, oh, absolutely. It's it's awesome, but it's got it does have some flaws, and it's definitely worth owning, but it's also worth waiting for. Absolutely. Like, you know, I didn't get one and I wasn't like, oh man, I've got to go on eBay or Amazon or whatever and get this right now. I just thought, you know what? It will come out. There will be more and I will get one, but I'm not going to pay an inflated price for it. It's cool to have and I want it, but I agree. Definitely worth waiting for. Yeah. And uh, all this talk of a Nest Mini got me thinking and a lot of other people as well. What would a Super Nintendo Mini look like, right? Because Nintendo likes to make money and this thing is selling like crazy. So what what would that look like? And I, that's a, hey, that's like our topic for today, right? Yes, and I think that's really interesting because I'm wondering now that they've seen with this relaunch of you know the NES Mini and and seeing how popular you know people ca recapturing that nostalgia for retro is. Are there going to be more things like? Is there going to be kind of a a revival of Nintendo putting out you know some more retro things? I think it'd be really cool. I think so too. Um, I I. Like, it's hard to say, it's like I would love a, a good wireless controller from them, but I don't know how they feasibly do that. Like, right. it would have to be, like, a, its own unit that kind of, yeah. It becomes, like, so bulky at that point, you know. And yeah. that's outside of Nintendo's, like, clean design aesthetic, so we'll see. Um, I would love to see a, a, a Super Nintendo Mini, and I have, and you have, we've created a list, right? Yes. 
Yeah, a, a list of of what would be good titles, and I know you put a lot of thought into this because this is definitely kind of your area of collecting. Obviously, that's you know your system that you m- love the most, so to speak. Right. Um. Go ahead. So I think that you're a really good one to create a list for this because I think you thoroughly think about everything and owning all the titles too, I think makes it easier to kind of say, well, what fits in there and what follows kind of the theme that was set with the first one. Right. And that's, that's very important to me that look, it's not just a list of my, Hey, these are my 30 most favoritest games that I want on there. That that's not how Nintendo did it. That's not how they did it for the NES mini. They followed some logic. They put arcade ports on there. They made sure some two-player games. They got some classic series. They got, you know, a Mega Man. They got a Contra on there. You know, they're, they they were very thoughtful in the games they put on there. But they didn't, ca- I mean, it catered to all the retro fans, but they didn't cater to people like, oh, we should get some rare games on there. You know? Yeah. That, you know, they weren't, if your personal favorite wasn't on there, it's probably because your personal favorite is an obscure game. Or, right. or like a late life game or something that was a licensing nightmare. Right, exactly. And realistically, it's, you know, titles that are on there, 30 titles that are on there that have to appeal to a wide variety of, of you know, collectors and people who are playing or people who want it for nostalgia reasons. And realistically, we can't all have everything we want on, on one 30 in one system. Right. And I mean, this, and they're trying to encapsulate what Nintendo meant in the era it was most popular. So we're not talking 1990. We're talking like 1987, 1988, yeah. when it was at its swell, you know, what were the games? And like 89, too. Like, I don't want to discount 89. But, you know, really the range of games, like if you look at the, the dates, while well, Super C is on there, which is 1990, but really that's a throwback to Contra. And right. Star Tropics is like, was 1990, and people didn't really know about it. But, you know, most of the games are before 89 or 90. Yeah, and I think it's, like, a really good good collection. And for me, most of them would be games I would play. So that, for me, is beneficial. I'm not expecting to have everything on one thing. Yeah, no, it, they, they did a good job. And uh, so our list caters to that idea. Yes. You know, so we tried to cover a lot of the system, a lot of the ground it covered, and following with what they did. So... Without further ado, um, well, let's get into the list. Why don't you take a few titles? Okay. Well, I'll start with the first couple. Um, the first one I feel like is no surprise, uh, Mario Kart. Right. I mean, that's got to be on there. Like, Even for somebody, for me, who doesn't collect a whole lot of Super Nintendo, and that's never been my main focus, um, definitely I remember playing that when I was younger. We still play it now, so I feel like obviously an awesome one to have that and then following of course super castlevania i mean i don't think you could have that especially following the nes mini without some sort of castlevania right i i agree um you know super castlevania with castlevania one and two already on the other one uh makes perfect sense while as you know vampire uh, vampire kiss i'm gonna call it vampire kiss instead of dracula x dracula x doesn't make any sense on this system while it is a castlevania I don't think they put it on there just because I don't think people, that many people knew about it. I mean, they did, but then is the nostalgia there for it? I don't think so. And then, um, so I'll go next. And this one, you know, I think, you know, there was a lot of arcade ports. And so trying to find what those arcade ports look like on the Super Nintendo is a lot harder than on the Nintendo. But I think it makes sense if they put Street Fighter 2 on there. My hope is that it would be Street Fighter 2 Turbo and not World Warriors um, because Turbo is the better game. Uh, but I could see them going any either way. You know, it covers also the two-player game thing. Also, I mean, Street Fighter was a, a classic on the Super Nintendo. There was many a, many a kids battling on Street Fighter. And then also Final Fight. I, I put that kind of in the Double Dragon 2 slot. Because the system needs a few beat-em-ups. And let me say what I didn't put into this beat-em-up slot, which I, I think isn't totally unlikely, but I just don't think it would happen, which is Turtles in Time. Uh, and the reason that's not there is I look at the NES Mini and say, hey, there's no Turtle games on that. So I'm wondering if it's a licensing thing, or maybe, you know, 
can Konami not get rid of it? Is it owned by Nickelodeon now? I don't know what the state of the license is. Maybe it's too complicated. And while there's nostalgia, I think still more of Final Fight, even though I like Turtles in Time better, I think right. more of Final Fight for, for my beat-em-up there. Yeah, for like a, a mass across the, the board, appealing to everybody. Right. Yeah. All right, why don't you grab the next one? All right, so I, in the category that I love so much, puzzle games, Yoshi's Cookie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I that this is kind of a hard slot because while Super Nintendo game has some puzzle games, they didn't put Tetris on the original NES Mini. They went with Dr. Mario. Right. So I don't know if maybe Tetris is a licensing issue, so that that'll come up again later. So okay. I don't so that's why I feel like they need a, a Yoshi's cookie. Like there's not really a bubble bobble to slot yeah. in there either. Uh the other possibility is Wario Woods. Yeah. And both of those were also late re release NES titles, so maybe that's a reason they wouldn't show up. But you know, I, I'm not sure, but I could see either of those filling that slot pretty well. Okay, yeah, that, that's fair. And you got to have puzzle games, because just because I don't like them, again, doesn't mean that other people don't like them. Right. All right, and then next, um, F-Zero. Yeah, classic. Not Every, one I've played. <laughs> you, you haven't played F-Zero? I did no, not I've that. seen it played lots. It's been on, but I haven't played it. And I know uh, John quite likes it, but I, just, I don't know, just never... I mean... It's, uh, I mean, it's popular enough that it has Smash Bros. characters and, and themed levels. F-Zero is a franchise that I feel like has been a miss, you know, in later Nintendo life cycles. But on the Super Nintendo, it was, it was a premier title. That was a game that a lot of people had and a lot of people enjoyed. And it was like, you know, future racing. That was cool. Right. So now we've got a Mario Kart and an F-Zero. And I think you've covered like the two best racers probably on the system. And, yes. uh, you know, and then I, I want to fill up that, you know, shoot 'em up slot. They, they put out Galaga and Gradius three on the NES mini. And I think what makes sense here is super R type. Yep. And then I'm going to skip down the list and just say the other one and Gradius three. Um, I don't think R type three makes sense. I think super R type is the one more people knew. That's why I picked that one. And yeah, there's some other obscure shooters, but I think these two were probably our shmups, and these these two were the most popular. And then I'll let you take this one. This one I know you like. Uh, yes, this one I do like, and I I feel like it would be a miss without this. Is Super Mario RPG? Well, I was just gonna say Super Nintendo is a lot about RPG, so I I feel like whereas the NES Mini only had one, I feel like. They have to slot in more than one in the RPG arena uh, for Super Nintendo fans. And Super Mario RPG makes a lot of sense to me. I agree. And what I like about it is it's not as an intensive RPG as how I think about them. I always say that I like like fluffier RPGs that I don't have to be quite as involved in, but still have those elements and I enjoy playing. So for me, that totally does it. Yep. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, and a lot of people really loved super mario rpg it was the first time we saw that kind of rpg come out and uh you know it, it was uh it was a cute game what's not to like mario and rpgs exactly uh, i mean think about how popular rpgs were that nintendo went we need to make a mario rpg that's how dominating rpgs were back in this era yeah and i think it's a perfect one to have on there because i think there is a lot of nostalgia for people with that game yep and uh, now that leads us to our next one. I want to fill up that two-player slot. Uh, this one, I could see it not being on there, but if I'm looking for good two-player kind of party games, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. I feel like that's a, a natural fit there. Oh, I think it's amazing. And if I was buying this and this were to come out, I would be buying it for having people get together now. And I think that's a nostalgic one. Like, I know lots of friends who had that when I was younger and things like that. So... I don't know. I feel like it's a good fit. And, you know, if you are having a, a party with adults and have some drinks and stuff, it's a fun game. Yeah. it's It also gets pretty hard. Yes. Yeah. I like, I, I would hope they would put Zombies Ate My uh, Neighbors on there instead of Ghoul Patrol. But you mm. never know. Well, hopefully, you know, if they decide to do this and Nintendo's out there, hopefully they're listening to, yeah. to this list. <laughs> yeah. Nintendo, listen to us. We've got it right. Yeah. Well, I don't think they're listening. That's okay. Let's just pretend. Okay. I like it better. Okay. All right. And All right. This, this one's another cat title. Yes. Kirby's Dream Land 3. Yep. What, what about it? 
well, what's not to love about a Kirby game? <laughs> True. And it's also, I think, the best representation of Kirby on the system. Yeah, no, I agree. If I were, it's one of my favorites. I mean, I still go back to the NES one because I think, you know, across the board. But I think if this were to come out and there weren't a Kirby game, I feel like it would miss the mark for a lot of people. Yeah. And I, I mean, I wouldn't want like, I wouldn't want um, like that seven in one game, which like really or the seven, the party game one, the mini game one. That yes. wasn't even really a Kirby game anyways. I just, they just turned it into a Kirby game for the West. Yeah, I feel like it was just a bunch of filler, and they're like, let's stick this all together, and then we're yeah. going to call it a Kirby game. Right. Not cool. Um, so, yeah, I think Dreamland 3 makes the most sense. And it's kind of expensive. Well, I mean, like all Super Nintendo games, but, you know, they're, they're all of you people who are like, I need the expensive games on there. We're filling one slot for you. Yeah, there you go. You, you've got one thing and maybe something else down the road there. Yeah. And this one's for me, uh, and it is, like, I don't... I wouldn't call it the most obvious choice, but if it's not the most obvious, it's one of them. And that's Link to the Past, because Zelda and the end. Absolutely. <laughs> right. And then, Nothing more is ne need to be said about that, right? Right. And uh, I'll, I'll grab this next one, too. And that's NBA Jam. Again, arcade ports and two-player. NBA Jam was a really fun game. It was huge at the time. I mean, NBA Jam has fallen off, but, you know... Even if you didn't like sports, you could enjoy NBA Jam. And I was actually surprised on the NES Mini they didn't have, like, a double dribble or Blades of Steel kind of, um, like, less sim, you know, sports. And, and sports kind of moved into a weird sim arena. Like, you started to hit your Maddens and stuff and uh, your NHL sports. And, I, you know, I don't know how nostalgic Super Nintendo fans are for that. But if you're looking at an arcade port and two-player game, NBA Jam fits the bill pretty pretty easily yeah no i think it's a good choice all right all right so uh next two are ones that are going to be very nostalgic and you know excellent play value too for collectors mega man x and super metroid yeah yeah i mean you gotta have a mega man game right oh absolutely i think if it came out and it didn't have that um, especially following the NES Mini, I feel like it would be a very unsuccessful system. <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, I think people would just cry about it the whole time. And if they put like something horrible like Mega Man 7 on there, that would be terrible as well. Yeah, well, I think you know Mega Man X is a favorite for a lot of people, so obviously it makes sense. And I mean, really, who doesn't like Super Metroid? <laughs> well, Super Metroid is a, is a slam dunk. I mean, it's one of their tentpole franchises. They're not not putting Super Metroid on there. Exactly. So I feel like those are just kind of no-brainers and things that would keep everybody very happy. Yeah. Um. And as far as the Mega Man, I, I picked X because I don't think they go X2 or 3. I think Mega Man 2 was definitely the right choice on the NES Mini um, because I think, one, people loved Mega Man 2, and it wasn't quite as hard as Mega Man 1, but it was still challenging, but got more things right. That was like right. we talked about in that one, that sequels that absolutely got it right. And that was like one of the, the main titles on there. Yeah, and I, I think it's just a, a no-brainer choice. It would have to be on there. Uh, Yeah. Here's another no-brainer. Star Fox. Yeah. Star, I mean, they've been re pushing the revival of Star Fox. What better way to, to show that than going back where it started to Star Fox on the Super Nintendo shows off that FX chip. I mean, look, it's Star Fox. You know what's going on there. It would be a miss if they didn't get it on there. And then um, the one I have next, this is the one I'm most unsure about on the whole list. Mortal Kombat 2. I think there was Street Fighter players and Mortal Kombat players. I, I think, you know, uh, they there was definitely crossover, but there was people who had a preference, like a hard preference. But I kind of feel like Mortal Kombat was more of a Genesis game. So I'm a little hesitant to include it. And so I've got a slash next to it on my list. Like, probably if they can get in there just because Mortal Kombat was so representative of that era. But also possibly Killer Instinct could take that slot. I mean, Super Nintendo packaged a whole Super Nintendo around it. Yeah. And, you know, gave it a box. But then Killer Instinct has the Xbox has the license to that right now. Microsoft has the license. It's on Xbox One. So maybe not that. And then, like, further reaching, I could see them maybe going if in that slot maybe for Clay Fighter. Because okay. Clay Fighter was super popular at the time, too. I mean, there was three of them plus Claymation. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I think that's kind of a hard one. I know for me, Mortal Kombat was definitely a Genesis game, but, you know, that's just because that happened to be the friend's house we played it at the most, and they had a Genesis. Right, and Mortal Kombat 2 also takes out that, like, arcade, another arcade port slot. I just think if if you could get Mortal Kombat 2 on there, I would put it on there, even though I feel like it's more of a Genesis title, just because it, it was of the time, you know? It was... I wouldn't go Mortal Kombat 1. Mortal Kombat 2 was the better game, so I feel like that would be a win if they put it on there. Though I don't know if it's likely. Okay, fair enough. Alright, why don't you grab that next one. Okay, so next, Contra 3. Okay, because Contra? Um, yeah, because Contra. I mean, really, what else is there to say about that? You can't you can't not have it. <laughs> yeah, I would like to say all the people who are mad about Super C and not Contra, just please get over it. Super C is a really excellent game. It's more Contra action. Like, you know, the whole first, like, I actually felt like Super C was one of the bigger wins in the NES Mini lot because you played Contra a hundred times and now you got a Contra you probably played a lot less or maybe even missed, especially for people who were just looking for it. The only miss in Super C is that they didn't call it Super Contra. So people right. don't know they have a Contra game sitting there. And I wonder, too, if it had been called that, would we even be having this discussion about it? Uh, you know, I think more people would have known about it. I think we'd probably still have the discussion. I think if Super C came out first, we wouldn't be having the, the discussion. You know, I think people are nostalgic for Contra because it was the first one that they played like that. I think Super right. C is the better game. And that's okay. that's personal preference. Not that Contra is not fun or anything. And when we have, like, some retro nights, we rarely bust out Super C. People want to play Contra. Right. So, I, I mean, I understand that, but I still think it's the better game, Super C. Okay, that's fair. And uh, here's some slam dunk titles. Why don't you run us through those? Well, okay, so I'm going to... Yeah, two. the first two. Uh, Super Mario World, Super Mario World 2, obviously. Again, no-brainer. <laughs> yeah, Yoshi's Island, uh, you know, was a game of the year, so... Yeah. And Super Mario World, one of the best games ever. Like, uh, I still think it's probably my favorite Mario. I know that's controversial. Um, Mario 64 is not my favorite Mario, though I did love Galaxy. Um, yeah, Super Mario World makes all the sense in the in the world. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That was a lovely Damn it. I mean, we I think we all played those uh, as kids anyway and like have played them again as adults. So I, it's it's got to be there. Yeah. And this one I feel like is less likely, but I feel like it still could happen. And I'll let me I'll give you my reasoning. Super Mario All-Stars. I feel like that could happen because, like, when they released the 25th anniversary Mario box on the Wii, they had it on there. It's been on all the virtual consoles. It was a huge system seller. It got a player's choice copy. It makes a lot of sense to me that they would put it on there. And a lot of people's first introduction to those Mario games, they weren't, like, you know, old enough with the NES, but it was a whole new era in Super Nintendo. So the first time they ever played a Mario game might have been Mario All-Star. Right. You know, or they just didn't have the old system. So I think it makes sense to put those back there. And that's like cool because then all of a sudden it's like bonus games. You get two bonus games, three for the price right. of one. Yeah. All right. And, the, and, uh, and that's always good. Yep. So why don't you take us through these ones? Okay. So I'm going to clump three together because it makes sense. Yep. Uh, Donkey Kong Country, Donkey Kong Country 2, and Donkey Kong Country 3. Yeah. Premier premier franchise on the Super Nintendo, right? Made by Rare, some of the, the best platforming on the system. Yeah, and definitely one of the first ones. Like, I know when my sister-in-law comes home, that's one of the first games that comes out. Right. Do you think they'd put all three? Um, That's kind of a hard thing. I'm not sure that they would. Um, I don't know that people would be upset if they did. Yeah, I mean, they put all the Marios on there, on the NES Mini, right? They put both right. the Zeldas. And I think, like, Donkey Kong Country was, like, one of the franchises back in the day. Yeah, it's very iconic, and it's things that, that people know. Well, like like I said, I can't see somebody being upset about it. I mean, they're all good games. Yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't be upset. I also wouldn't be upset if they only put one of them on and put more variety on there. Okay, But I, yeah. I could see, like, if they've... I mean, Nintendo also... I, actually, I'm not going to say that. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if Nintendo has the rights to them. But if they do have the rights, then it's a lot easier to fill three slots because they don't have to pay licensing to people. Right. That makes I mean, perfect sense. I mean, they, they were made by Rare, but I think they're still under the Nintendo flag. And, okay. Yeah. This one, I, I don't feel good about because the Tetris situation, but Tetris and Dr. Mario, 
Got to have at least one more puzzle game on there. I think SimCity might take that slot. It was a, a player's choice title. You know, it was wildly popular, though I don't think it's very fun. But I would rather that slot be Tetris than Dr. Mario. Well, and I think that makes sense because I know that like I have so many friends who absolutely love Dr. Mario. Right. And you had a Dr. Mario before and like this and, you know, you got more Dr. Mario on the N64. I just don't know if that Tetris thing trips it up. And it could also go to Tetris, too. If Tetris isn't an issue on the Super Nintendo, then maybe they could. But you know, the Tetris license is tricky and Nintendo kind of has a mixed history with it. Right. And I feel like if. You know, I guess having the Dr. Mario in there and stuff makes sense, too, following the NES Mini. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to take this one, and I'll let you grab the next. But Final Fantasy III. Well, I would prefer it to be Final Fantasy II because I like that one better. I think the better choice, because I I think the game... um, I like Final Fantasy II better for the story, but I think probably the better game is Final Fantasy III. And I think it... You know, it did so many things right and brought so many people into the player base. I can see, you know, they picked Final Fantasy over Dragon Warrior on the NES Mini, which I would not have put money on, especially with Dragon Warrior being a a giveaway. But, you know, they got Final Fantasy, which was awesome. So if they can get Final Fantasy 1, hopefully Final Fantasy 3. And again, RPGs, right? Got to have it. Oh, absolutely. And there's got to be a Final Fantasy. Right. All right, so this next one would make John very, very happy, I know. Earthbound. Right, and Earthbound makes a lot of sense. Yeah, oh, it does. Absolutely. Huge, huge, huge following, and uh, I know nostalgia for a lot of a lot of people who collect and who play. I Like, I couldn't tell you how many times John has played Earthbound. Like, it's astronomical. Yeah, and they, I mean, Nintendo has been retouching on Earthbound stuff. We got Amiibos. We got... Yes. Earthbound, uh, you know, Mother 1, released as Earthbound 0 on the Wii U. We we got Earthbound on the Wii U. So it makes sense to me that they have this, that they this is somewhere they could put it out. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And uh, another, another surefire knockout, Super Punch-Out! Because yes. you had Punch-Out! And now you don't have any even Mike Tyson entanglement. Super Punch-Out! is a great, fantastic, super follow-up. Uh, did everything right that Punch-Out did. Uh, and, you know, the only thing that is lacking is the, the name Tyson in it. But, you know, really a rich group of characters. Punch-Out was amazing. Yeah, I, I think that's a no-brainer. And following up that, Pilot Wings. Yeah, yeah, that's my, that's my controversy choice. Okay. And, yeah, just because I don't know if Pilot Wings has a following, but Pilot Wings was like a near-launch title. It They put it on the N64. They put it you know, on the 3DS when it launched. It's been, you know, it's just like a weird first-party title that they are attached to. Um, and it's also, like, got some mini-games in, in it, too. And it was also on the Wii. So I, I just think it it's a game that could slot in there easily. Okay. that's yep. I, I think it's a good choice. Yep. And this last one, and maybe uh, maybe this will... Maybe everyone knows the history, but... Ken Griffey winning run. One, Ken Griffey was a super popular game. He was super popular in that era. Also, Nintendo had a a deep relationship with the Seattle Mariners, which is the baseball team Ken Griffey played for. And, you know, they, they loved having the Ken Griffey games, and they were wildly popular. I didn't like them or play any of them. I mean, I tried them, but I was just like, baseball, bleh. Who wants to play a baseball game? But yeah, it was super popular, and I know I have people in my feed who they tell me this is their favorite game. I mean, I think Ken Griffey got like three Nintendo Power Covers. That's how popular he was. Yeah, so then a logical choice. Right. So I I think that's like a solid 30 with some of our caveats. And then I'm, I'll am i quickly throw out the other ones I think could get slotted in. Or I'm going to start with one I would like slotted in instead. I would like Demon's Crest to be in there. They put, okay. they put Ghosts and Goblins on the original... Demon's Crest is an amazing game that people would, I feel like, would love if they got more exposure to. I mean, it's, it is still very popular, and it takes up that slot. I would love to drop something like uh, a Donkey Kong Country out, and like Part 3 or something, and or Pilot Wings, and slap this one in there. Yeah, I think that would be a good, a good you know, if you were going to lose a Donkey Kong or something, that's a good one to put in there. 
right? And then the other one that I think could go in is Stunt Race or FX. Not because I think it's very good, but I think Nintendo pushed that title pretty hard back in the day. Right. And so I could see that showing up. And then the other one that I think, I, I this one I, I wouldn't imagine falling in for licensing reasons, but Super Star Wars. Very popular okay. game. Star Wars is super popular again. Right now with the new movies, it was a player's choice title. I mean, it's got a lot of things going for it. It's also a fun game. Uh, hard, but fun. Right. Yeah, so that's uh, that's the list and our, our few extras. Now, please tell us, what did we miss? Did I miss an obvious one? Yeah, is there something? And if somebody has, like, an obscure choice, what's your reasoning behind it? Because we're trying to look at this from a logical point of across-the-board mass appeal. So if you have an obscure choice that you think that they would actually put on there, what's the reasoning? Because I'm curious to know. Right. I, I think uh, maybe if, if I took one category too lightly... I would say maybe it's RPGs. I had someone I share was sharing this with a few friends, and I was told Secret of Mana is like a two-player game could make it in there. But right. I, I think, yep. if, yeah, which I wouldn't be shocked, but I think other titles in there have broader appeal. Um, right. And maybe I was a little weak in sports. Maybe like I didn't pick enough sports games. Maybe there's like something I'm missing there. Yeah, but you only need so many sports games. <laughs> I I agree, especially now they they seem super dated. That's why yes. games like NBA Jam make more sense to me because it's comical of the time and you know it it uh NBA Jam is NBA Jam. You're you're not like I need this to be a sports sim. I put Ken Griffey in there just cuz I think he makes sense with the Nintendo branding. Okay, yeah. No, I think that's good and I'm curious to see what other people's picks would be or something that I'm curious if there's something, you know, that was forgotten though. I think that's pretty thorough. Yeah, I think I think that's a, a solid list. Let us know where you disagree. If you also, if you think our choices are completely wrong, justify it. Tell me, tell me why I made a mistake. I'm, I I want to hear the discussion on this. I, I love talking about this stuff. Yeah, no, it's it's always curious too because maybe there's something logical that you know we didn't think of because we're always going to be a little bit biased. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously. I, I mean, I definitely put some choices in there that cater to my bias. Yeah, that's but fine. I, I tried. To I tried to be, I tried to be open-minded and fair about it. But you know what? I think it's a list that, following suit of the first one, makes sense that it could be those games. Yep, I agree. So, um, I guess let's. We don't need to keep harping on this thing. Let's let's transition. Let's make this a fast, quick episode and get everyone on to Thanksgiving. Okay. So, I was uh, like, it's not Thanksgiving, but yes. Well, right. not for you, you <laughs> wacky Canadians. Yeah, I was like, I missed something. No, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. who want their Thanksgiving in October. I mean, yeah, I have but... so many things to be thankful for in October already. Like Halloween yeah, and my but birthday. We have more t time, and then it's not like a Thanksgiving, and then boom, here's Christmas. But you know what would happen here? They'd have Thanksgiving and be like, well, let's put up Christmas stuff. Okay, so then my question is, I, I know this is a little bit off topic, but do you have Thanksgiving and you already have your Christmas lights up, or does Thanksgiving happen and then the Christmas lights go up? For me, Thanksgiving and then the lights go up. Okay, like fairly close after, or? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. that's when that's when Christmas decorations go up. Um, we have a fake tree because, it's, you know, um, we don't want a, our house to burn down. Yes. Um, though I miss real trees, I do miss them. Yeah, I uh, I I put that stuff up pretty quick. Uh, with okay. the real with a real tree, we would wait until like uh the second week of December. But with the fake right. one, we pretty much go right away. And I mean that's okay. a bonus to me. I love Christmas trees. That's like one. It's my favorite Christmas decoration is the Christmas tree. So yes. yeah, I'm I'm okay with it going up a little early. No, I totally get that. We have Christmas trees in almost every room of our house. I know it's a little, a little bit ridiculous. We even have Christmas trees in our bathrooms. That's amazing. I would like I know, to see isn't pictures. Awesome? Yeah, I would like to see pictures of that. Okay, I will put up a, a collage of my Christmas trees that are all over the house because it's a little bit ridiculous. So, yeah, it takes like two days to put up the trees. <laughs> nice. Is your Christmas stuff already up? 
No, um, I usually wait until uh, the last week in November and put it up uh, just because things are quieted down then and I actually get time to enjoy it and I'm not like rushed trying to get through things. Um, usually I used to put it up on the 18th, like in and around the 18th, but uh, I think this year it's going to be closer to the 1st of December, but I always have everything up for the 1st of December. Nice. Yeah, so you're like in the, the average time frame, I feel like. Yeah, like well, I... I want it up long enough that I can enjoy it, but not so long that when you take down the fig tree, it's just a cloud of dust. Yeah. I uh, I think I'm going to be doing some Christmas posts again this year. I think last year I did the 12 days of Christmas. I think I have a theme for the 12 days of Christmas this year that I'll do. Awesome. So I don't know what the tag for that is yet, but start prepping your Christmas games because yeah. I've already been acquiring some, some for my list. Okay. Very good. Yeah. So... Well, Kat, you got to get in on that. I know. I, I've been I've been lacking uh, this last week. I'm kind of wrapping up the rest of the season, so I'm I'm getting back on track and getting organized. I've got a whole bunch of pictures, so I will definitely be partaking in some Christmas stuff. Excellent. So, uh, what'd you buy? Nothing. Nothing. All right. Cool. <laughs> um, what did I buy? Um, I was traveling a lot, so I. I didn't get to buy much, so uh, I know that seems weird. Did I did I buy anything? I'm gonna go buy those Fantastic Beasts. I, I did get some stuff. I bought I bought Halloween games for next year, and word word came in from my wife. Disappointment. You're hearing it here live. She's been called into work. There will be no Fantastic oh, no. Beasts for me. But oh oh, there there is a chance because while my wife works tomorrow. My boss has told me I can work from home. This just <laughs> in, so I can maybe go squeeze it in, make her wake up early and, and go see it. Or call okay. him, call off tomorrow and we'll go see it. So there's still hope. Okay, we'll, we'll yeah. see. That's good. That's not terrible then. No, it's not the worst news, but it's yeah. definitely a blow. Definitely a yeah. blow. Well, I guess you'll just have to relax and do some gaming tonight then. Yep, that's uh, that's the plan. I'm going to go eat tacos and play some video games. Which uh, leads us into, what have you been playing? Anything? Uh, I've been playing some Kirby's Adventure because I didn't get the NES Mini and I was sad. So I'm kind of working my way through some of the titles that I would have played when I plugged it in. So I'm just going to have to do it in an alternate fashion. Yeah, I've been playing the NES Mini a little bit. Played some Bubble Bobble. Played some Super C because it's Very a good nice. game. Uh, I played some Punch-Out. You guys should go play Star Tropics. That's an excellent game. I played my requisite 15 minutes of Excite Bike and then got tired of it. And yep. uh, Balloon Fight, because I love Balloon Fight. Awesome. So, yeah, it's good. I feel like a lot of people this week have probably been playing their NES minis. And if you have been, what has been the game you spent the most time on? I'm curious to know. Yeah. Is there anything you hadn't played before the NES mini that you were super excited to see on there and that you're playing now? I would like to know that as well. We're full of questions. Also. Don't keep it in the box. Just open it. They're not even sealed. Just take it out. You can. It'll be fine. Play, Play the game. Play it. Use it. Play your games. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know me. I'm not like an advocate of one like, you got to play those games. But the NES Mini, I mean, don't just keep it in the box. You can t it, take it out. It's fine. One of the best features of it is the the USB plug because it's it's USB and then it plugs into a, a plug like your, your iPhone, you know, cord does. Yeah. But it can plug into a, a micro USD uh, USB slot, and I have that on my TV, so I can plug it in, and then my TV powers it, so I didn't have to find another plug. And if you're like me, you're struggling to find plugs for all your systems, so that yeah. was a nice feature. Yeah, very good. Yeah. So all right, I think that's it for Collector's Quest. Remember, we will be gone uh, over the Thanksgiving break, so this episode should be up the Monday before Thanksgiving, and then we won't be back until. Uh, till after thanksgiving because you know at least for my thanksgiving cat will just be relaxing after black friday and i'll be relaxing with turkey after black friday so that's the well, only difference maybe i will make a turkey <laughs> as a symbolic gesture to your thanksgiving yeah you know just one for the homies yeah sure why not turkey's always good yeah turkey is good it's great sandwiches afterwards are great yeah, exactly. I'll get a small turkey. I'll get a conservatively sized turkey. Yeah, please do. All right, that's it, everybody. Thanks for listening. 
Let us know where you disagree and agree with us. Or if you're like, Johnny, you nailed it. Please tell me that too. My ego loves that. So, <laughs> yeah. Validation is good. Yeah. Validate my whole existence. <laughs> tell me how right I was. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just fine. Just say like, yeah, I think you did a good job. That That's that's fine too. Okay. Yeah. All right, Kat, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at CatSylvania, K-A-T-S-E-L-V-A-N-I-A. And you can find me on Instagram as me, Johnny Ayuchi. You know who I am. Just look there. <laughs> All right. All right. Good night, everybody. I hope your holiday is excellent. Or if you're Canadian, I hope your Black Friday is victorious. And to my peeps in the U.S. also, may may your Black Friday be spent uh, not in stores. Like, maybe you can relax and just order on Amazon. You know, like, don't make these poor people get... I'm for Black Friday, but I'm not for stores opening at midnight on Black Friday. So that's my one political message to you guys. Like, no one wants to work at midnight on Thursday after Thanksgiving. Let's be reasonable, stores. Like, 7 a.m. Also, don't you guys like to sleep? (laughs) Does anything change if the stores open at 7 or 8 versus, like, 4 a.m.? No, no, we all just slept a little longer and still did the shopping. Because you know what happens after Black Friday? You're up at like 4 a.m., then at 10 a.m., 11 a.m., the stores are dead. There's nothing going on at like 11 to 5. Nothing's happening. So it's wait, wait, just slot that shopping time into, you know, normal people hours instead of this stupid, let's get up at 3 a.m. and go stand in a line. Even in California, you'll be cold because it's dark and windy out. No, guys, this is a horrible idea. We're ending with a rant today. Yeah, the mentality of getting in there first and let the store be first. Come on, just knock it the fuck off. Can we just 7 a.m.? That's the earliest I want to wake up. And I get up early for work. I get up at 5 for work. I don't want to wake up to shop. Let's just, like, wouldn't it be nice to just after Thanksgiving sleep? I think stores should make a measure to push that they can't open till 11 on Black Friday. Then you could be a normal human being. Your family's probably visiting. And you could just... Wake up at a reasonable hour and then have breakfast with those people and then all go shopping together. Wouldn't that be nice? That sounds better. Stores are still going to be full all the way till 5 o'clock. No lost revenue. It's just the idea of being first. F you guys. F you and your firstness. Okay, that's it. I'm done ranting. Okay, I was just going to let you go. I found it amusing. Yeah. Do you think I'm wrong? No, man, I don't even like to go in the stores. I'm like, can I order this online? Do I actually have to go out and get it? Yeah, it it now has to be like an incredible deal to drive me into a store. Uh, there will be some video game deals going on, so that is some stuff to look for. But usually, unless you're buying a console, usually you don't have to kill yourself and wake up super early because usually there's like a large stock on games. Uh, sometimes that isn't true, but, you know, a lot of times you can still find them a little bit later. You don't have to wait out in the cold, rush the door, stand in the line, get trampled at Walmart. Don't do that. Yeah. All right. That's it. That's Collector's Quest, and that that's your rant. You got it. Are you happy? You're all happy now. <sighs> you made me do this, cat. All right, everybody. I'm going to wrap this up because Johnny's going to get going again. Um, We will see you after the holidays.